Our children are just about to head out. We'll give them just one more second. Just a simple reminder. The song you just sang.
in Isaiah uh, chapter, I think it's chapter 9, verse 6, it says here. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Now, I don't even know if we realize just how desperately we need the Christ that God would give us. The, 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 the God in flesh who would walk the streets of this world who would die on a cross for us. I don't think we even begin to get that. According to the, the prophecy of Isaiah commentary, uh, the writer, uh, Mr. Mortar, said this, that God has come to birth on earth, bringing with him the qualities which guarantee people's preservation, that we could actually live, and not just on this earth, but forever. And this comes by God's wisdom, by what only God can give. But it also comes in a form of liberation by God's warrior strength that offers us what we could never give to ourselves. Only God could do this. And then he tells us this, that everlasting father and everlasting prince describe the conditions of the king's birth. What that will actually bring, the changes that will come. Think about it, everlasting father. Now, the word that we're going to concentrate on just a few minutes this morning is this, wonderful, specifically, wonderful counselor. Now, wonderful counselor is this wonderful, comes from a Hebrew word meaning one thing, miracle. God of wonders, God of miracles is where that comes from. Uh, wonders, the, the greatest miracles in the history of the universe have come through and by and as part of Jesus the Christ. His birth, he was born of a virgin, the Virgin Mary, and fathered by the very Spirit of God. I don't know if you realize that. That's a wonder. That's a, a miracle that happens no other way. His death on the cross. For every sinner who would trust the redemptive power of the blood of Jesus that would know him, his resurrection from the grave that would prove his mighty power. Miracle, wonder, unexplainable. Only Jesus, only Him, only God. And just one more quick thing on the wonderful counselor. The counselor, the counselor is the guy. The counselor has the plan. So not only is Jesus the one who was born, but He was also very much a part of the one who was the plan. He was the plan. Jesus is God's plan. So Isaiah prophesied God's plan in Isaiah, in chapter 6, in chapter 6, verse 9, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. Now that's all in the, in the Old Testament. That is prophecy leading up to something. But then as we get into the New Testament, here's how it became a reality. It is the Christmas story. Luke chapter 2, the detailed doctor, if you will, will give us a very clear picture of what had to happen here in verse 1, it says, at that time, the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, now keep that in mind, Joseph was a descendant of King David. He had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee, and he took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. 
And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. And she, look at that, she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth, laid in a manger, laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. And verse 8, that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding the flocks of sheep. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them, and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize this sign. You will find a baby, there it is again, wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Now this is where this gets super interesting to me. And this is where this begins to tie in to our stand theme today of the gift that was wrapped in Christ. As holy God, Jesus needed nothing. He lacked nothing. But as a human baby, Jesus needed everything. And how God took care of this, think through this with me. Just like any other baby, he would need nutrition. He would need milk from his mother. He required everything like every other baby. He would need shelter over his head. He would need to keep warm. And Mary would have to swaddle or wrap him in a blanket and hold him close. And Jesus needed an earthly daddy to step in. Now think about this. God personally picked Joseph to be Jesus' earthly dad. Let that sink in for a second with what we're talking about today. God chose Joseph to be Jesus' earthly daddy. Every human child needs someone to love and to care for them. And Jesus humbled himself to that position where he would be in that kind of need. Taking on the form of a man and being born of a woman. We are born in that same position with great need. I found this anonymous uh, little article from adoption.com and it just spoke to me so I thought I would share it with you. Perhaps the most famous adoptee in history is Jesus Christ. He was the only begotten Son of God given to all mankind to atone for our sins and when you think about it, God is Jesus' birth father. There's no way around it. It is the truth. God always was always present in Jesus' life. But Christ was adopted by an earthly father. Joseph the carpenter. Joseph took Mary to be his wife and raised Jesus as one of his own children. In Matthew 13, Matthew, the question is asked, is this not the carpenter's son? Joseph was there when Christ was born in a stable. 
He must have held the baby Jesus and looked at him in awe. He raised the Son of God from birth here on earth. Joseph protected him, even fleeing to Egypt when Christ was a danger by King Herod. And then there's Mary, Jesus' mother, who faced an unplanned pregnancy from her viewpoint, but not from God's viewpoint. Do you see that? She didn't see it coming. She was told it was coming. But she could never have seen it coming. Considering the time period of Jesus' birth, it was likely that she was very young and she faced the shame associated with being single and pregnant. And Joseph would have put her away if he didn't know that Jesus was the Son of God if the angel had not spoken to him as well. But she was brave when the angel Gabriel came to her to tell her that she was to conceive the Son of God. And in Matthew 2, she says, See, I am the Lord's servant. May it happen to me as you have said. Your will be done in my life, was what he said. So Jesus knew he didn't come from a traditional family. He knew who his heavenly father was. He knew who the one who created him was and that he was fully God. But at 12 years old, he knew that God was his father. His earthly parents found him talking with the elders in the temple, and he said to them, I must be about my father's business. He meant the business of his father in heaven, not his father Joseph the carpenter. It was different kind of business. He respected and loved both his earthly father and his heavenly father. Both were a huge deal. And I find it amazing that God chosen man to stand in that earthly gap for Jesus. I believe God has called us to do that in a very real way. I've got a, a friend here, Michael Smith. Michael, I want you to come join me for a, a few minutes. Uh, Michael is from the Alabama Baptist Children's Home in Decatur and uh, has been there for many years now. I appreciate him and the ministry that goes on there. He's going to share some interesting truths, facts, and stories with you for a couple of minutes. Michael, take a breath. Thank you, Pastor.